Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into Lock It In with Cam Rogers right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I am Cam Rogers. This is Golf Bets on Us alongside Bridget Whalen. We are talking about the Hewlett Packard Enterprise Houston Open. Yes, HP. Does anybody use <laughs> HP computers anymore? I don't know. I have a new Mac. Maybe you're wondering why, because, well, my computer fried on Friday, and that's why I was not able to get out a Best Bets podcast. I apologize about that. You didn't miss much. I went four and six. We'll do better this week, so stay tuned on that. Of course, follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter, at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram, at Mr. Rogers 98 You can follow Bridget on both of those platforms, at Bridget K. Whalen. Just some housekeeping items. So golf bets on us today. We're a day later, which is totally cool. The tournament hasn't started yet. My good buddy, Trevor Knight, former UNH quarterback, CFL quarterback. He's coming on the pod tomorrow to talk about the NFL rookie quarterbacks. What's going on with his TKQB Academy. Of course, fellow Nashua South graduate, excited to chat with him. And then, of course, my best bets on Friday. So that is the menu here for Lock It In this week. And, of course, all of the odds on this very show are brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive that. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money, folks. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus, but online where the game starts. And of course, these odds for golf and any sport change throughout the week, depending on the chatter, depending on what the public does, what the sharps do. So just know that these odds that we talk about here on this show could be different by the time you actually place your bets on them. Hello, Bridget. How are you? Hello, Cam. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about Victor Hovland? I mean, the master oh, in Mexico. My gosh. I love that kid. I love that kid. Great. I, oh, he is. If you don't like, I've said this on the pod before. If you don't like Victor Hovland, I, I don't know. I don't want to be friends with you. Like if loving him is wrong, I don't want to be right. I love him so much. And he had a total glow up. I was looking at the comparison from last year's uh, trophy picture to this year. And I was like, oh my gosh, like baby Vic is not a baby anymore. So it's just super cool to see him kind of like grow up before our eyes. And I am a huge fan. Like I said, if you don't like this kid, you're doing something wrong. You just don't really know who he is. Maybe he has finally started shaving. Who knows? Stay tuned on that. But I mean, yeah. I mean, truly a remarkable talent. Ball striker through the uh, roof. Lights and, out. Yeah, lights you would think out. a major's coming soon, right, Bridget? For sure. And like, to be honest, he didn't even really have his best stuff. Like he, yeah. he, I've seen better play out of Victor and he got the job done. He is so young. He, yeah. Like, I don't care if this is the wraparound. A PG Tour win is a win. And backing up, being a, def like, defending your title, he was the champion coming in. Like, that's just another feat, which is, like, a little bit of a head game, right? Like, you're going into a course, you're 
you're teeing it up in a tournament that you know you've had success. So like, if you don't have success, like that's, that's a downer. So just like all things, all, just all things considered all around his, his game is just stellar. So it, it's awesome to see him win. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, successfully defending his title. Speaking of which that can't happen in back-to-back weeks here because Carlos Ortiz has withdrawn from the Houston Open, so he won't have a chance to successfully defend his title this week, unfortunate. With that news there, it appears it's an injury, so it's not COVID or anything like that, but there you have it. No Carlos Ortiz this week. He was a popular name in the industry in the early going this week because, of course, he played well last week at Mayakoba. Okay, HP Enterprise Houston Open. Take a look at the fields here. Brooks Kepka is back, and... I think the reason is, well, twofold. One, he was actually a consultant with the construction, the renovation of Memorial Park Golf Course, which is the host course this week, par 70, 7,400 yards, super long and very difficult. And the other reason too is he's coming off a missed cut, Bridget. And look, he's got to find something ahead of the match against Bryson. Or I think Bryce is going to run away with this, honestly, because <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Brooksy, and he could certainly play well this week. I'll have more on that later. But he's also one of those poppers, too, like a Dustin Johnson who can miss a few cuts and then win, right? So I'm not too concerned about his game, but, you know, something to monitor a little bit. Matthew Wolf held the 36-hole lead in Mexico. He's teed it up this week, Bridget. No Carlos Ortiz, as I mentioned. Lanto Griffin, Russell Henley, Ian Poulter, all past champions are playing this week and Scotty Scheffler, the Texan is in the field. He's a popular name. What sticks out to you overall? Well, firstly, I just have to say, isn't Brooks just a a major player? Like why do we think he's going to have success outside of the majors? I think that even though, okay, sure. He got another PGA tour victory. He is still a major focused player. So like it's November. Is the match at, not a major, Bridget? Come no, on. <laughs> not at all. The the match is is a PR play. Like I, honestly, for me, there is nothing wrong with Brooks right now. I, I just think this isn't his time really to shine. And hey, maybe he'll like do something in the match, and everyone will be like, oh, like Brooks is actually okay. But maybe he won't. Either way, I don't think anyone should read into it. I think that. Once the major season rolls around, Brooks is going to be right back in contention. And he's and everyone's going to be like, oh, look, here comes Brooks. He only plays well at the majors. No, he's like Tiger. He focuses on that. Like his whole routine and his schedule is gearing up towards the majors. Literally, that is Tiger's the verbatim. Tiger has said that that is his process. So like, I think that's also Brooks's process. And I don't know, it, it doesn't really shock me that he um he doesn't have all cylinders firing I put five dollars on him last week basically to just be like hey in case he pops off here like I'll I'll have you know some skin in the game but honestly that's why I put five dollars on him I I do not see him now watch he'll like go ahead and win this week um I which by the way okay I just have to say something this used to be the last chance saloon to make it into Augusta yeah. So if Brooks wins this week, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to sort of say like this was a major influence, but that'll just be my safeguard with uh, the little rant that I just went on. Yeah. Just a couple of PGA tour events left here in the calendar year, which is pretty sad. You have the RSN next week at Seaside. 
or Sea Island to be exact. And then the Hero World Challenge is not an official PJ Tour event, but before the Hero, of course, is the match. And if you're looking at the odds at Bet Online, Bryson is the favorite, unsurprisingly, minus 125, Brooks plus 105. So we'll see if that line moves at all, depending on what Brooks does this week. Memorial Park Golf Course, like I mentioned, a difficult one, went through a massive renovation with consultation from Brooks Kepka. I was listening to some pods and people were saying like, there's really not much of an advantage for Brooks Kepka, even though he was a consultant with the renovation. I don't know like if it's a 0% advantage, but there's got to be like a little bit more than that, I would think, right? I mean, he played well here last year too, so there's something to that in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sort of fits Brooks's game, right? It's like, it's kind of long. Um, and it sort of demands like great play. And I think that's kind of how Brooks attacks the golf course. So I, I of course think if you have, if you're giving help or, or you're somehow, you know, tied to a course. Yeah. It, it's an advantage. Now, is it going to be like, Oh, he's going to win? No, because we've talked about this all the time. Like people who tee it up at their home course, even though I know setup on the PGA tour is different, they don't always win. So it's like, you could be really familiar with something that doesn't lead to success in competition. There's just so many other factors that go right. into it. And, and keep in mind, like, like you say all the time, golf is, it's a volatile game. So like if someone else is playing really well that week, you could also be playing really well and still lose. So pretty so good field. Factors. Yeah. Pretty it, good it field is. too. It's definitely more of a stacked field than we're used to seeing in November, but I feel like that's kind of been the case as of late. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a year ago, this was master's week. If I remember <clears throat> correctly, um, I'm looking back at like my Facebook story archives and I was like, advertising. I thought it was a, I thought it was a little, Oh, was it? I thought it was a little later in the, you know what? Let's see. I think it might've been. All right, you look that up, and I'm I'll tell people about the field here. Pretty good. Sam Burns is the favorite at 13-1, to 1, having a fantastic fall series. Scotty Scheffler, Sanjay M., Cameron Smith, Matthew Wolf is getting a lot of buzz this week. Tyrrell Hatton, Brooks Kepka is 25-1. to 1. Taylor Gooch is blistering hot, 28-1, to 1, along with Finau and Adam Scott. Joaquin Neiman, Patrick Reed, they're in the 30s. Going down the line a little bit into the 40s, Shane Lowry, 45 to 1. Lanto Griffin, a former Houston Open champion, 50 to 1. So pretty good field here this weekend. It's going to be a different field than what we've been talking about with these resort golf courses and birdie fests. This is going to be a grinded out affair, no doubt. I mean, there's only a couple of par fives and they're not really all that gettable. So I'm excited. I mean, honestly, I got to gotta be frank here. I did not know that the Houston Open was this week. <laughs> That's honestly so. fair. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I saw it, I was like, wait, is this the Houston Open? Because the name is different. I was like, wait, is this like the, the last chance to get into Augusta Houston Open? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. That's it. That's the one. What's the last chance this year? It is. Oh, by the way, you are right. It was uh, yeah, that's what I thought. 12th to the, to the 15th. That's crazy. <laughs> that is that is wild. Dustin Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Uh, where is Dustin Johnson? Where in the world is Dustin Johnson? He's partying, um, chilling. Who knows? Yeah, this is his. Uh, so here's another thing. Let me just. Yeah. Here's a little tangent for you. There is no off season, right? Like in golf, it's the wraparound. I mean, I guess they get the holiday, the holiday break. Get like yeah, the yeah. holiday break. But that's like what? Like two weeks? A yeah, week, that's it. Okay, so this is my question i'm i'm turning the tables here's my question to you cam 
Do you think it bodes well for players? Because cough, cough, my outright has just, is coming off some time off. Do you think it bodes well for players to give themselves a little bit of an off season? First of all, it feels weird that you're actually asking me a question. This is kind of cool. Uh, second like of all, it. yeah, I do. I mean, I think there's certainly a benefit to putting the bag in the closet for a little bit and sort of decompressing. I mean, there's a reason why the fields during the fall series, if you will, are not as good as say, you know, in February and March when players are gearing up for master season and what have you. So I certainly do think there is a benefit to it. But the other thing too, is like, you have all these new corn fairy tour graduates and they're like rearing to go on the PGA tour. So you know, they're going to play these fall events. And if you're the PGA tour and you're still making pretty darn good money off of it, you might as well continue along. Right. So, you know, I think players have to sort of carve out their own off season and maybe that's what DJ is doing right now. Right. By not playing a lot. And a lot of these guys are doing it. Like, I don't know when the last time we saw Bryson was, did he even play in a fall series event so far? I don't think so. I mean, he did that world long drive event. Right. He was gearing up towards that, but no. And I kind of agree with you. Like Dustin, of course, says, you know, I'm getting older. And, and it's like, that's such an excuse. It has nothing to do with your age. And sure, maybe he wants to be around his kids a little bit. I think it's really good for the, the like mental awareness. I, for state of game, especially, um, and I know like Ricky and Jordan, they're having kids right now. So like, they're obviously going to take time off. But I also think that there's something to be said about that. Like mm -hmm. John Rahm, he became a dad. He stepped away. And then he like, I mean, he didn't actually step away for that long. Let's be honest. But it's like that little reprieve. And then you come back and you sort of have like this, I don't know. It, it just seems like you have, they have more energy when they come back. Um, like the top, the top guys. I'm not talking about like, you know, uh, lower ranked players, because honestly, like you, like the corn fairy tour guys, they're just trying to sort of get some traction. But I think when you get to a spot where you have like the luxury to take the time and to not feel pressed that you have to play, like I saw Harold Varner tweet recently. Um, it, it was a quote tweet because someone said like the PGA tour, can't they take like a week off? And I think Harold Varner was like, God bless. Like, and I think that that's funny because so maybe he's like one of those players that doesn't have the luxury right. to, right? Like take the time. So I, I don't know. I think there's something to be said about the guys who can. Um, and that's kind of a little bit of an influence. So here's a teaser to my, to my card today. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I would think HV3 could take some time. I mean, he's sure. been racking up top 25s. I don't know. It's all a relative game at the end of the day. And it's about your lifestyle and how you want to live and all that jazz. Yeah. And so. benchmark for success like yeah. you know some guys are so hungry it's like does that satiate them uh, and again I don't know yeah. uh but yeah it's an interesting dichotomy of of sort of like golf is a sport where your mental awareness is probably more valued than your your physical eliteness so I don't know everyone who's listening if you do play professional golf take some time <laughs> off <laughs> well it's interesting <laughs> too because one out there <laughs> yeah, well, like last fall was not a typical fall break. It was master's time and players were playing all the time. So this is back to a normal fall where guys can kind of go by their schedule right. as it usually is, right? So back to a little bit of normalcy in that regard. By the way, the Houston Open was the first PJ Tour event last year to have fans at 
the course at the venue. So that was pretty cool to kind of see and reflect on. So anywho, I say we jump into it, Bridget, talk about the selections for this week in the tally you have peeled ahead. You won over a hundred dollars a week ago. So you're at 465 on the season. I'm at 390. Both of us doing pretty well though. So let's keep it going. And we can start out with our outrights. I will give the floor to you. It looks like our numbers are the same, but we Whoa. have two different players. So oh, oh, I thought you, <laughs> I thought you meant you uh you checked <laughs> my numbers to make sure I wasn't off base. <laughs> oh, I trust but... you. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Oh, love, I love you, Kim. It's the best. <laughs> All right. So going off a little bit of what I just went into, I'm going with Sung JM as my outright. I'm putting $30 down on uh, uh, on Sung Jay. I know that he just won at Shriners to get a second PGA Tour victory. And I know that he just took some time off, which you should after you win. I that agree. is that. Yes. Like that. So like the adrenaline of winning, like just like that immense rush of like, oh my gosh, I got the job done. I think substantiates you take some time off. So for me, Sungjae really just has that all around game. I mean, he, tee to green, driver, irons, putting, whatever, like it all works for him. I see him having success on this course. I, I think he's a player that he could play like sort of that, that those longer courses really well. Um, he's just like a birdie machine. And I like him. I just like him at this venue. So I know this is crazy because it took him a couple of years to get number two. But let's just keep in mind, he's 23 years old and he already is a two-time PG Tour winner. So I don't know. This guy's a little out of the box with how he does things. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it I'm giving it to Sungjae okay. this week as, uh, as my outright. And he's 22 to one. So, so your outright also is 22 to one. <clears throat> Correct. Correct. Okay. Who's that? Who you got? Well, I have to say, first of all, it's always impressive when a player wins and then the next week they play well again. And sure. he it's did like that at the CJ Cup T9. Happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There pretty amazing. Go. All right. Well, that's a good one. I am going with a guy who probably a lot of people are on this week. Matthew Wolf is at 22 to one to win this week. Bridget, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting to Wolf season where oh, he's yeah. going to win he again. He is edging. He yeah. is like the, he is the definition of trending. When you look up golf trending in a, in a book, he's trending. That's him. So yeah. T5 at Mayakoba prior to that, a T17, he was runner up in Vegas. So give me Matthew Wolf to win this week. I think he deserves it. It would be a great story too, because if you think about it, 365 days ago, this guy was in a different place and now he could be a champion again. So I like Matthew Wolf to win outright this week. $5 on 22 to one. So not as much money as you. <laughs> I love that. I, I actually have really enjoyed seeing Matt Wolf play well. Um, I, I think he just kind of tugged at all of our heartstrings and it's stuff like that, which makes the sport sort of more like seen. Like, I, I feel like sport kind of, this sport kind of lives in like its own little bubble. Right. And mm -hmm. then when, someone like Matt does uh, what he did around US Open last year um, or this past June, whatever. Uh, I just think it it's really nice to see him doing well. So I actually would love to see that outright win. Mental health is such a big conversation these days too that I think it'll be a nice little topic to sort of carry on if he does indeed win. And, you know, 
you see a lot more athletes nowadays taking time off for that reason. Calvin Ridley, a star wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons is not playing right now due to mental health. So it is a very real thing. And stepping away can clearly do you a lot of good if you're looking at Matthew Wolf and he is playing fantastic golf right now. Okay. I have no top fives, Bridget. You have one and this guy is blistering hot. (laughs) (laughs) He is burning. Uh, Sam Burns. I'm going with Sam Burns. As a top five, I'm putting $20 down. I'm going a little heavy on my bets this week. Um, I'm really trying to, you know, dig uh, Cam a nice little grave, a little hole he has to get out of. You could um, this week. <laughs> so Sam Burns, recent form, course history, course fit. Uh, just like he checks all the boxes. Um, he's gaining more than two strokes per round on the field in his past 24 rounds. Now that like, that sounds wild <laughs> to me. Uh, so it, also Bermuda grass, that's the best putting surface for him. And he's had a T2 and a T18 in his last four starts um, on that surface. Uh, finally, he finished seventh here last year. So I don't know. It, it just all signs point to Sam. Bur- he's also, he's just like you said, he's blistering. As I said before, recent form um, just lights out for Sam Burns. I, I see him, if not winning, he's, I see like a a third place finish. So, so top five feels uh, like a lock for me. He's one of those guys who just continues to play well, even after a win, it's pretty remarkable and really turning into one of the great stars on the PGA tour. So he is the betting favorite at 13 to one. If anybody out there wants to sprinkle a little bit on that number, but Sam Burns. Okay. Top five there. I have no top fives, as I mentioned. Let's talk about my top tens here. This is a dart throw, close your eyes and pray, somewhat like what you did last week, Bridget. Brooks Kepka, top 10, plus 320. Five bucks on it. His form stinks, but he knows the golf course. And over the previous 24 rounds on courses measuring over 7,400 yards, Kepka is second in strokes gained tee to green and first in ball striking. Now, a lot of those golf courses are probably U.S. Opens and (laughs) PGA Championships, but still, I think that matters here this week. Power is going to be paramount, especially on the par fives. I think maybe for Kepka, they're gettable in two. So, like, this is just a field play, Bridget. Like, I can't really back it up with a lot of data as far as recent form is concerned, but we also know this guy is an elite talent. And it doesn't really matter if he misses a cut or two or three, right? Remember when he won Phoenix coming off, like, I think three straight missed cuts. So give me a top 10 for Brooks at that number. It's a value play. All right. I like it. Um, although I just uh, basically said Brooks is not going to win at a non-major event. Then I also backed it up with saying he might win this week. So, you know what, Cam? (laughs) I like that Murphy's Law. Good choice. That's the Um, vibe of Brooks Kepka right there. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, that is his vibe. Yeah. (laughs) He he may miss the cut or he may win. (laughs) Not not sure. Uh, I overuse that word for the record with like all my friends all the time. Like whenever we go out to the bars or something, I'm like, guys, views and vibes. Am I right? Like I'm such a clown with using the vibe word because... I don't know. It's part of my brand. I think now I'm just a big vibe guy, you know, so I'm vibing with Brooks. (laughs) Uh, Also vibing with Russell Henley for a top 10 Bridget, $10 on him plus 400. He's played 13 events on par seventies that are 7,200 yards or longer and has never missed a cut, which is interesting because he's not a power hitter per se, but he's just so precise with his irons, especially his long irons 
that I think it pans out for him this week. I was on him last week, didn't really pan out too much, but I think I'm going to go back to the well here for a top 10, $10 on Russell. I like it. All right. I have two top 10s. Um, I'm going to knock them out. My first is Scotty Scheffler. So he shot 58 at Royal Oaks in Dallas, and it kind of made the rounds on social media ahead of his trip to Mayakoba, where he finished fourth. Um, and I just, I mean, native Texan, I just, I am super keen on Scotty Scheffler as of late. I wish I had bet on him last week. I, I feel like I bet on him a lot, and then I didn't bet on him last week, and I saw him climbing the leaderboard, climbing the leaderboard. I also saw, like, Taylor. All my guys were – I felt really strong last week. I just got to give myself a little pat on the back. And Taylor Gooch, like, honestly, he kind of crumbled a little bit, but that's okay. That's expected, right? Like, he has been playing so, so well, and I think he finished T11, so it's yeah. not like a disaster um, of a finish. But Scotty Scheffler, he was like in the mix, in the mix, in the mix. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have Scotty in my card. I always have Scotty in my card. No, I did not have Scotty in my card. So I'm putting him in my card uh, this week. And I, I mean, this course is, it's long and it, you know, he, he drives the ball really well. He has power. I just like Scotty. I actually, it's a little bit of remorse from not having him in my card last week. He is getting in my card this week. Top 10, 20 bucks on Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, you got Hovland, right, for a top 10, JT for a top five, Matthew Wolf for a top 20, and those turned out to be pretty profitable for you. So, all and right. Abe and Taylor were so close. So I close. think Abe Answer finished like T8. I had him for a top five, and Taylor uh, Gooch was totally in the mix the whole, literally the whole tournament until the final round. I mean, no, he was in the mix in the final round, literally till the, the back nine on the final round. I think he had T11. So, yeah, you would have yeah. killed so far ahead of me if oh, that happened. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, literally, uh, I'm like the ugh emoji. Um, but, I mean, you know, it, it's all good fun. All right. So, my next top 10, and here, so this is my little, like, wild card. Uh, right. I'm going with Adam Scott, which a lot – I did some research, and a lot of the, the, uh, the betting people out there are saying to fade him. He's likely to disappoint. Uh, just sort of naysaying Scotty. All I have to say is he actually has been showing better form than I think I've seen in, in the Aussie in like a while. And also this course, I really do think suits him. I mean, it's a long one. It's over 7,400 yards. Um, he's like 13th on tour with driving, which again, like that shouldn't surprise people, but I think his eight people kind of put Adam Scott in that box of like, oh yeah, he used to be hot and he's kind of fading now. No, not so much. I think he's just had a little blip. Um, I don't know. I see him. I, I like him this week. I like his game. Uh, I think he, he kind of, I could see him popping off and making a lot of birdies here. So I think his flat stick is going to get hot at the Houston open and I'm putting here, wait for it, put $30 down on, on Scotty for a top 10. Oof. All right. Yeah. He's actually going, playing going well right now as compared to last season. I mean, his ball striking is actually his driving was really bad last year, which is kind of bizarre for Adam Scott. And he's starting to turn it around a little bit. So I don't mind that play. I don't mind it. All right. So I you have one a... more call out. One more call out. So if, if anybody is into, uh, you know, a little alliteration, we have a total S theme going this week for, for myself. Sungjae, Sam, Scotty, and then Adam Scott, which is also Scotty. So like Scotty and Scotty. So maybe I'll go Scheffler and Scotty. 
The quadrant of S's. There you go. Yeah. All right. S in, and there is an S in Houston. All right, I'll let it go. We're good. <laughs> oh boy. She'll be here all week, folks. All right, so consolidated card for you this week. I have expanded things a little bit, so I'll sort of rattle off my thinking here with some top 20s. HV3 plus 250, 20 bucks on him. Dominates par 70s, over 7,200 yards. Prior to the miscut last week, he was playing great, so I think he'll bounce back. He'll miss a cut here and there. It's just sort of how he is sometimes, but I think he'll play well this week. Maverick McNeely. 20 bucks on a top 20 at plus 200. He's first in this field in strokes gained total in difficult scoring conditions. Fresh off a 64 at Mayakoba, where he finished T11, T20 here last year. So I like that move. I'm not a big Leishman guy, but I'm going to throw $5 on him for a top 20 at plus 175. 19th in strokes gained T to green over the last 12 rounds. Plays well in difficult conditions. Typically, Aussies play well in the state of Texas, unsurprisingly, with the <laughs> Adam win. Scott. There you go. Adam Scott. So Leishman for top 20, McNeely and HV3 kind of down the line there. So I like it. I like all those guys. Okay. No objections. Zero objections on those players. How about this one here? Top Englishman, Aaron Rye at plus 500, $5 on him. So he's competing against Danny Willett, Lee Westwood. Ian Poulter and Tyrrell Hatton. The only one who concerns me really is Hatton. Rye is like a stud. T15 last week in Mexico, finished inside the top 20 in two of his last three events. Five worldwide victories. We have learned that winning, no matter where, translates to the next level. We've seen it on the Corn Ferry Tour. We've seen it on the European Tour, which is now what, Bridget? The DP Tour? Yeah, we okay. check that out. Yep. And so... I think for Rye, being a top Englishman this week makes a lot of sense to me. Top European, Shane Lowry. I'll throw $10 on him at plus 800. I think I'm okay with a miscut last week. This course is more made for his game. Difficult conditions, windy, grind it out. Lowry at that number, I think, makes some sense to me. The Europeans this week don't scare me too much in terms of competition, so I'm going to go with that. And then just a few matchup plays here, Bridget. Adam Scott, for obvious reasons, over Aaron Wise, who is pretty hot right now. But I'm going to go with Scotty here, minus 110, 10 bucks on that. Johnny Vegas, minus 115, $5 over Chad Ramey. When there's a golf course that requires elite driving, I'm going to go with Vegas more often than not, regardless of the competition. So I'm going to go there. And then I want to talk about this guy too, Cam Smith, minus 105. I'm picking him over Sunjay M, $5 on that. These won't have big payouts, obviously, but sort of wanted to just highlight these guys. I'm a big fan of Smith in difficult conditions. Great around the green game. Pretty solid driver as well. Australian in Texas. So <laughs> that's my full card kind of expanded this week. <laughs> Australian in Texas. Did I, like I say that. more? <laughs> uh, I say uh, keep your eye out for Ian Poulter. He has a little bit of a fire in his belly right now. Um, and when he is that way, he plays really well. Ergo, the Ryder Cup. Mm. And I love I love the Shane pick. I love Shane Lowry. I put money on him recently. Uh, I, I see him getting a win this, this season. I don't know where it's going to come, but I, I like that. So I, I like your card. Good job, Cam. 
Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. And it means a lot when somebody ahead of you says that. So hopefully I can catch up this week. Like I mentioned, just a couple more regular PGA Tour events on the schedule. So next week will be the RSM. And then the week after, a full breakdown of the match V. Brooks, Bryson. And I think we can have some fun with that too, Bridget. Like some props and like, you know, I'm sure Bet Online will have some interesting things we can bet on for that week. So we'll have to see when it happens. But uh, yeah, so excited for this week. I love it. And shout out to Carlos Ortiz. I hope he does get better in yeah. that shoulder injury. Um, I, I think so. I said I bet on Avancer last week, Luck of the Mexican. I think Carlos Ortiz had it. Um, I actually just really, I like him a lot. Like, I, I feel like I hadn't seen a lot of him. And then he would like kind of pop off and it would be like very far and few between. I think he's going to be like a Sam Burns where he's going to like be in the shadows for a little while. And then all of a sudden he's just going to sort of become more and more mainstream. Um, so I, I hope he gets better soon. Yeah. Really good talent. Of course, played at the Olympics out there in yep. Japan as well. So he is certainly used to the big stage. All right. That's going to do it. Golf bets on us. Part of lock it in with Cam Rogers for Bridget Wayland. I am Cam. I will talk to you guys later this week. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.